Hi, everybody, and welcome back to No Praise the Machine. This is episode number 142. My name is Alexander Holland. I'm sat in Adelaide, Australia, and as always, I'm sat across this time once again digitally for my number one pod partner. He's got to be the one called... John Maloney. And last week, John Maloney, you were with me in Adelaide, Australia. We were sat next to each other in a classic bed in just like Yoko and Sean Lennon in Adelaide, Australia. Mm. Today, you've managed to disappear to the other side of the world like you always do. All of my friends and family say, that man doesn't seem to have a job. He just flies <laughs> all over the world. Where are you? Where are you this day? I'm going to run out of money very soon, <laughs> I can assure those people. Um, I'm in, well, the, the bed in wasn't as effective as hoped. So I've come to the superpower of the United States of America to try and broker peace in a more hands-on fashion. We tried free love. It was absolutely useless, just like it was the first time We tried time Adelaide. Around. Isn't there a, there's a UN, there's a UN building in New York, isn't there? Isn't there a significant UN building in New York? There is, yeah. And I mean, if... If the UN is useless, I don't know what we're going to do. Um, but I don't think anyone's ever said that about the UN. So I have high hopes. And I'm here in Greenpoint, a.k.a. Little Poland in Brooklyn. Uh, and it's Christmas Eve. Yes, very... this is the Don't Praise the Machine 2023 Christmas special. Mm. We're doing... We're doing one of the few episodes, maybe the first Christmas episode where I am behind you. Yeah. And so it's already Christmas That's Day true. in Australia. I'm all thrown it's off. still Christmas Eve here. I'm all thrown off because I have to take leadership role. Oh, no. Exactly. I'm here first. And, and you already know what your presents are. I've got no idea. He's on his way to you. I could still fuck it up by being naughty in the next yeah. few hours and get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it up and get a mountain full of coal down your chimnoir. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, it's been lovely. It's always fun, as we've discussed on previous Christmas episodes, for an Australian to be somewhere that matches the aesthetic which was shoved down our throats and into our minds when yeah. we were growing up. It's frosty. There's Christmas decorations everywhere. You can eat hearty foods and not get heat stroke. Um, yeah. So I've been lo- I've been loving that. What is the temperature? Uh, that's a good question. I would say it's been hovering around about the kind of five to ten degrees Celsius ah. mark, and I'd say it might be about that now. So we're not getting any snow. You didn't get a Kevin McAllister been- Home Alone two. Not, I don't even call it. I don't even call it the Kevin McAllister Home Alone Two. Uh, <laughs> I call it the Tim Curry Home Alone Two. Mm, yeah, Tim's definitely the show stealer. Obviously, I did watch, and this is actually an advantage of having a long haul flight around the Christmas season, as you can really catch up on a lot of Christmas classics. I watched Home Alone. I watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. uh, and I watched the dark tank thriller Fury starring Brad Pitt, which, of course, is, for many people, a very special <laughs> Christmas film. <laughs> I watched Rob Schneider's Home Alone 2, and it's a great movie. I watched Rob <laughs> Schneider and Donald Trump's famous film Home Alone 2. and it made me go merry christmas you filthy animal (laughs) and a happy new year wow yeah got got my christmas button popped imagine if he if he'd had access to a soundboard then kevin could have lived (laughs) he could have lived independently for months he didn't he wouldn't have to like pause and fast forward and rewind his video (laughs) You could have just sat in that hotel room 
every he could he could have forged uh, quite a bond with Rob Schneider and Tim Curry through that soundboard. <laughs> they could have become they could have become in, intimately acquainted. Yeah, could just had all these little clips from Angels with Filthy Souls. <laughs> it sounds like a um, porno, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a great title. It. It's a great title for a movie. So, John, I want episode one hundred and forty. Two, I thought, yeah. I thought, uh, uh, so this is going to be the last episode for this year, for 2023. And what a great year for Don't Praise the Machine. Mm. It has been accolade after accolade, world, yeah. world comedy culture podcasts of the year, world tech comedy, co- world tech <laughs> comedy culture podcast of the year. We couldn't have expected that in our wildest dreams. And I uh, also... <laughs> thought that I'll tell everybody that we'll be back on the 9th is the Tuesday, the 9th of January. We're going to have our annual week break because yeah. we are absolutely exhausted from so much casting. Mm, too we, many story ideas. Too many story ideas. We've shut down and retool and we'll be back. And as this is the last episode of 2023, I thought I would take a moment to do an absolutely classic idea, which just always has legs, even though, on paper, it might seem a little bit lame and obvious, but it's just so good. And that's <laughs> that's just to talk a little bit about the kind of contemporary Gen Z language, which has. Sure. Well, I mean, we should we should we should make this a, an annual thing in the Christmas special is to talk about the yeah. language. Like, who could have known? Who could have known at the start of twenty twenty three that Oxford Dictionary would choose the word "riz" as their mm. word? of the year we could have never mm. known because we didn't know that word riz at the start of the year you and me so who knows what you know what, what? i tell you what we'll do john yeah. let's let's put our own word out there i don't know what it is yet i'll think of it and then we'll mm. put it out into the atmosphere for 2024 yeah and we'll, see if, we'll see if don't praise the machine can can create its own word i mean splag <laughs> is a good candidate mm, that is our how, word how would you but describe a, like, that wh- a schplag. Yeah. yeah, that's a good question. It does have a slightly fluid meaning. I mean, the court, the usual meaning of schplag is essentially a name for one of the bits that yeah, topic, an anecdote, bit. I guess bit. Yeah, a bit. But then we also we also use it liberally to come up with punny names for the podcasts as well, and we've used the phrase. How about a hot schlag, which doesn't really make sense if you think in just in terms of its core meaning. <laughs> I guess that this means a good. That means like a good bit. That means I've got. Yeah, a, it's that's like, like a hot take. Mm, maybe people could could say use the expression in conversation. What's what's the schlag uh, in the same way that they use the word crack in Ireland? <laughs> and um, I mean, one thing to try and think about, and I I would probably struggle to do this off the top of my head, but. You know, if you think about the word charisma being shortened into riz, yeah, and then you think, well, what other words? <clears throat> what other words are Gen Zs interested in using that they might get sick of saying and shorten? Um, like, you know, it could be traums in because they get sick of saying trauma. So yeah, often, yeah, yeah, or or D's because they get sick of saying ADHD. Right. Uh, so anything like that. I don't want to get political. I didn't no. mean to. Didn't, <laughs> no. I didn't mean to suggest anything about my cynicism of Gen Z with those two examples. Bound, but, uh, bound for boundaries. <laughs> bound for boundaries. Yeah, uh, they they could maybe change quiet quitting into quee quee I quee queed my job. Um. I had so much traums and D's that I quickly. I was doing the W, <laughs> doing the work, even though that's yeah. that's that that's again that situation where they the uh, the shortened version has more syllables because W mm. has more syllables than word than work. Well, in in Australia, the Merriam-Webster dictionary, I think it was, came up with the phrase "Cosy lives," which apparently was a abbreviation for cost of living crisis that Cosy Australians were using, which I found uh, fairly annoying as a phrase. And 
I also didn't really, I only knew one person who was using it liberally. <laughs> and uh, so I'm not sure if it was as ingrained as the Merriam-Webster people were suggesting. But I had, uh, a, I had, oh, a, can of alcohol free, had a can of alcohol-free beer a couple of days ago and the brand... And the uh, the brand of beer is called Desi Driver. Oh yeah, as in designated For a designated driver. driver. Yeah, there you go. So I thought, John, I've talked a little bit <clears throat> about we talked Riz about Riz on a previous episode. Such because we're yeah. so we're so at the vanguard of culture that we knew mm. Riz was going to be a thing. But yeah, can't wait for twenty twenty four to see what brand new words be coming be coming in. I mean, I'm sure that much like Riz, they'll they'll likely be words that are already out there. But have just yeah. not been mass adopted. Apparently, Riz is is several years old, but but oh, gained just, popularity yeah, this okay. year. Uh, I read on it just got its got yeah. its uh, wind. Yeah, apparently it came from gaming culture, and they say that it was popularized by a Twitch hmm. streamer called Kai Senat, which I also think we in twenty twenty one. So a couple of years old there. Okay, but I jumped over to Axios dot com to have a look at some of twenty twenty three's other. Uh, Gen Z words or Gen Z turns of phrase. First one yeah. that came up is, are you familiar with this one? If I was to say, it's giving, it's giving X. Oh, yeah. Fucking, I'm not at all sick of that expression. <laughs> have you have you heard that a lot? <laughs> so much, yeah. Wow. So uh, if, uh, for our listeners who aren't familiar with that one, could you yeah. perhaps use it in a sentence or explain, sure. how, it, how, explain how my mum and dad can be using that on this Christmas day? Sure. Merry Christmas, Stephen and Marie. If you wish to use the phrase, <laughs> it's giving. Um, you might want to think about the term evoking yeah. or eliciting, um, but I think probably evoking is a, is a yeah, reasonable Yeah, evoking is a great example. Synonym. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Mm. But it's it's basically presenting you with a particular impression or evoking or eliciting a particular response. So... You know, something can be giving depression era vibes. Yeah, something can be give. Something <laughs> could be giving David Lynch on a golf course or something. You <laughs> this, know, film, like, this film <laughs> is giving me. Yeah, that's right. This meal. This meal is giving me David Lynch on a golf course vibes. Yeah, exactly. You're right. It exactly. is just a replacement for evoking. I didn't even think of that. Mm. Yeah. No. It's just there's nothing new under the sun. I mean, <laughs> they just they'll just come up with. They just think they've reinvented everything. But um, can you can you do it in a camp accent? It's giving. It's giving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I you're mean, in. It's, a, it's a RuPaul's it's, Drag Racey thing, and you're in. You're in the home. Mm, you're in the home of it. That's in New true. York. Yeah. I mean, my impression with it's giving. I think it's starting to show up on those lists of um, words and phrases that people are kind of getting sick of because it, you know, got overexposed. People wanted to say it's giving even in situations where things weren't really giving anything just as a kind of nothing space filler because you can yeah. you could just be staring at your plate and saying it's giving a burger with fries. You know, you can kind of do whatever you want <laughs> or nothing at all. And so, <laughs> so in the hands of untalented people, phrases like that quickly become grating and uh, now it's giving slightly overexposed phrase and did you see that great video that i posted on the don't praise a machine insta story and i might have sent it to you as well and it's this guy who has just passed a department store mm. and he's basically he's saying He's explaining what he, how he just had this this reaction that made him really laugh. Um, laugh. And yeah, it, it was quite recent, so it's, it was a Christmas thing. And he walked past a, a department store, and it had a big display out the front with the text "It's Giving Season" on it. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and he said, he said, so that's what it says on the window. It says, "It's Giving Season." It's Christmas. It's Giving Season. And he like pulls the camera closer into his face and kind of whispers, and he goes, "I read it as." It's giving season. Like they were making some kind of, like, like that outfit. It's giving season, which was yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny. <laughs> and how quickly his brain had gone to the new expression yeah. of 2023. Totally. It's, it's funny how, I mean, that, yeah, I, 
I at the start of that, I I read it almost the same way because you your brain is so primed to yeah. interpret these phrases. But <laughs> plus, advertising but is me, always the first to jump on that stuff, or, or, or they'll totally. jump on it pretty quickly to sell their products to connect with the yeah. young the youngies. And always, advertisers always hasten the end of those phrases because they just just ensure that everyone's sick of them. But, I mean, it's funny to think about, too, how the internet allows, as it does in so many domains, for the acceleration of things, trends coming and going. I mean, a phrase like it's giving, previously it might have started in, say somewhere in New York and then over the course of a few years it spreads around America and then around the world and maybe it hangs out in some parts of the world after it's kind of passed its use by date in America but it's around for you know potentially a decade whereas now I feel like everyone is kind of speaking picking up cues from each other and speaking in the same register in the in the kind of TikTok sphere yeah and so those words and phrases come up and then get overplayed and overexposed and and eventually kind of satirized and ridiculed with an increasing rapidity. So it could could be like a couple of weeks, some phrase gets, everyone starts using it and using it and using it and everyone, and then someone goes, nah, that phrase is done, and, and then gets on to the next thing. So we're getting, um, we're in a strange... We're in a now strange, that you've mentioned uh, that, era. now that you've mentioned that, I'm going to have a look at the... I'm having a look at the words of 2022 to see if any of these. So they had <laughs> goblin mode. That one never came into oh, my yeah. life. Did you know goblin mode? Type of behavior yeah. which is unapolog- unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, mm. slow to be act to act like a goblin. Okay. Yeah. Gaslighting. That's I mean, that had been around for years. Your life in 2022 was basically like eradicating your existence of any trace of goblin mode. Whereas, yeah. Whereas for a lot of people, it was like, hey. I live a stressful existence. I'm just going to unashamedly watch, binge watch something and eat a whole packet of Tim Tams uh, in the nude (laughs) under my unwashed blanket. (laughs) That's goblin mode. Do you know another word of 2023, John, that Axios said was real hot? And that's the word bussin. Oh, yeah, bussin, no cap. (laughs) <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Do you know how to use "bussin" in a sentence? You know what it means. That's "bussin." Um, yeah, I think that it means it's a kind of way of saying "busting," I guess. And it's uh, it's a very it's an also an already much satirized word. You'll often get uh, because it's kind of synonymous with um, like kind of hipstery speak. So people yeah. will say. Oh, that's bussin' no cap for real. And uh, <laughs> can, you, can you explain? Do you, do you know what the uh, the, oh, the, the word bussin' itself? Yeah. I think it just probably means that's great. You Correct. Know, that's kind of Correct. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. That's yeah. Man, you're the no no wonder you're in New York City, John, because you're a cool mm. rap star. No wonder you're in the yeah, birthplace of rap music because you're a funky you're a funky junky rap star. <laughs> People, when I walk around, they say, are you sure you're not from Brooklyn? Are you are you Biggie Smalls? Yeah, so bussin' means impressive or, or, <laughs> or impressive, impressive or taste, tasty. I guess it's used a lot to describe food, according to Axios, because mm, they've said there you go. it means impressive or tasty. Uh, and also, interestingly enough, is one of the inaugural terms in the first African-American English dictionary to be published in 2025. So there's going to be an African-American right. English dictionary. According to the I New see. York Times, and that'll be in there. I mean, all okay. these, th- all these terms tend to come from the African American culture, African American community. Slang. All these internet, all this internet slang. Mm. Uh, and what about? I hear we have honourable. We have honourable. Well, actually, bussin. Bussin to me, every time I hear it, mm. I can't stop thinking about the intro to Young MC's Buster move because he says, mm. I think he says. I think he says bust. I think he says bustin at the start. Or it goes bustin. Yeah. That's what busting always makes me think of. And I want to give a shout out to Young MC, who is a fan of the show. 
and writes me, I've had to block his email because of the amount of times that he's written <laughs> and said, can I come on and do Buster Move on the show? And I said, we don't have musical performances or guests. He said, it's me. It's me, young MC from 1990. I said, look, I said, that may or may not be true. Doesn't change. <laughs> doesn't change the situation. You're not coming yeah. on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mentions. Out of pocket. Do you know what out of pocket is, John? Uh, I wasn't. Well, I, know, I mean, that's that's an old phrase. But yeah, I guess I assume, it's, assume it's taken on a new meaning. It means unhinged uh, behavior. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, then we have uh, apparently Pookie is a pet name for a significant other. So can you use that in Pookie. a sentence for your partner, Jacinta, please? Sure. Dearest Pookie, <laughs> um, please, please. This is a text that you sent to her. Yeah. My dearest Pookie, you're giving Buster. <laughs> I'm giving. <laughs> you're, you're, you're giving me crazy vibes and it's giving end of relationship vibes. Yeah, exactly. It's this relationship giving. has ceased to bus. <laughs> <laughs> this relationship's giving real. 2023 vibes for real no cap. Well, uh, you could you could say another word that I have here on my list. You could say to her, "Dear Just Pookie, kidding, you're giving me life. you're giving me the ick." Yeah, that's true. Bit late for the ick. Six years <laughs> in. <laughs> I also wanted to mention to you, John, a word that is Australian that I've mentioned mm. to you and several other people that I love because. It's a word that didn't exist when I lived in Australia and nobody mm. else nobody else seems to notice that because I guess this is how language tends to work generally is yeah, that unless you it just spend, creeps in it just creeps in and uh, that's the that's the word cooked which I absolutely yeah. love and people use it fucking all the time and it's great <laughs> people just say oh yeah he's cooked Oh, the yeah, fucking that shit's th cooked. That shit's cooked. Oh, we went to this party and the and it, it was everyone was cooked. The vibe was cooked. Mm, Co that's and, true. And cooked just means well, with a person, it means that they are crazy. It's like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, the, I was having a conversation with a British friend the other day and about slang words that his wife just thought were kind of normal words. And uh, it turned out that they were Australian slang words. And I might return to it on a future episode because there's some fascinating examples of words that I would have also just used, for example, when I was living in the UK without realizing that they were Australian slang terms or Australian kind of, uh, you know, maybe not necessarily, we wouldn't think of them as slang, but they were Australian idioms that um, I just assumed were part of the normal language. Um, but yeah, cooked has become, I mean, it's certainly become part of my vocabulary. Oh yeah. You use it. I'll say, I'll say, yeah, I often, cause I think it's quite a nice term to just say, yeah, that's cooked. This, this, uh, this court decision is cooked. I'll say to my instructing solicitors, uh, <laughs> this, this case, this case is cooked. Sorry. I cooked. <laughs> This sorry, I cooked. Sorry, I cooked the case. <laughs> <laughs> the outcome for this client is cooked. Yeah, exactly, this client's cooked. <laughs> <laughs> it's got here in Wikipedia slang, especially Australia, inebriated, drunk, high, stoned, or hungover. That's another use of it. And then it's also got. Oh yeah. Then it's got the the, the what is now the more common because that's. That's how I knew, knew it. When I was, it was used to describe people that were extremely high on ecstasy. When I was, mm. when I was around people that were taking ecstasy, but I myself said, "Don't you get that anywhere near me?" Because I love Jesus Christ, and I would never have any involvement in this drug. Sure, what's yeah. what's happened to these people? And they said they've they've taken ecstasy and they've become cooked. <laughs> they've become cooked. <laughs> They're well done. Yeah. But then here it says, slang derogatory Australian figurative, figur figuratively of a person crazy, insane. So that's great that Wikipedia has the... Mm. Has Can the also just describe now any Definition. situation that's kind of 
taken an undesirable turn, really. Like this date's cooked, you could say. Or this or this person on my date is cooked. It's very nice, <laughs> nicely general. Well, that's... Um, but spruiking was a term that I heard recently, that ah. it, which is an Australian term. I didn't realize um, that, that that was an Australian term. Mm, which just means selling yeah. um, or kind of talking up something. And, uh, and they think it might come from the German word for spiel, giving a spiel, oh. which I think is like spruik or something. But it's spelt differently in Australian spiel. dialect. So there you go. Well, those have been 2023's words of the year, and we can't wait to see what 2024 has got to offer. If we've missed any, shoot us an email. Yeah. I was listening to an old hello at dptm. Yes, hello at dptm. I was listening to an old Christmas episode earlier today, which um, I was listening to an earlier dptm episode early today, a previous Christmas episode where yeah. he sort of finished the app by saying, gee, what will the next year bring and what kind of trends and so on will it bring? And we ah. always kind of are looking forward and looking back in that way. So it's kind of nice to, yeah, to be here at the end of 2023. One of the things that we sometimes do on these Christmas episodes, I think it's true to say that we've done that on, this is the third Christmas episode that we've done, that we've done yeah. that in previous episodes, is give people recommendations for the holiday season and for the year ahead. And so some of what I've thought about in the last week is kind of in that vein. And one of the things we've previously talked about on the show is what you termed crack vids, which are basically chiropractic videos. I've been getting <laughs> to those in a big way. I think it's nice to combine those that kind of content with the process of an unwinding over a Christmas holiday, or perhaps if you feel that family Christmas is a bit stress-inducing, you can unwind with a long series of crack vids. And yeah, some some a- some selection of ASMR or oddly satisfying clips. Mm, the oddly satisfying. There's the, you know, there's the thing. I mean, we talked previously about the gush buzz yeah subcategory you know you get you get the unclogging vids all of that i'd encourage but there's a particular subcategory that i've recently discovered of crack vids which i particularly enjoy in the form of uh well perhaps i'll perhaps i'll start by saying one of the proponents of this kind of video who i recommend Dr. Doug Willen, also known <laughs> as the Animal Cracker. And <laughs> that gives you a bit of a sense of what, what kind of video we're talking about. So <clears throat> it's basically a permutation of crack vids, which ingeniously feeds into people's love of cuddly animals and also yes. animals who are initially distressed but <laughs> subsequently uh, brought back into a situation of comfort through the pseudoscientific practices <laughs> of chiropractory. Uh, and we're talking about, in the case of Dr. Doug Willen, a variety of um, a variety of critters, a variety of creatures, great and small. There's quite a few horse videos. Wow. There's some dogs. Horse, there's some cats. Chiropractory, chiropractory and cat chiro. Cat chiro. Yeah, there's there's some uh, there's probably some reptiles. I think the main ones I've seen are horses, dogs, and a rescue pig that I particularly enjoyed. <laughs> um, a very overweight rescue pig that was getting some adjustments. And <laughs> so Dr. Doug Willen, AKA Animal Cracker, is obviously a very highly qualified and reputable <laughs> man. And he goes around the world visits people's farms and um, I guess goes to people's homes 
inconvenient background noises, but I'll continue. Sure. And uh, just that's just the the green point Christmas Eve foghorn in the background there. Sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, we're doing it for hundreds of years in New York City. <laughs> and um, and so he goes around. Right, you'll get this. Uh, you know what I love about it is, as we discussed when we were talking about crack vids, chiropractors are already on the edge of credibility, and and particularly those that generate an income through. ASMR, they're straining <laughs> that, that already somewhat uh, precarious reputation of their profession. They're not the best proponents of chiropractic. And I would say another step down is your people who are prepared to do this to animals. And Dr. Doug's a great example of that. And what he does, so he'll go to, let's say he goes to someone's um horse farm and or ranch yeah. and they've got a horse there Someone's that horsery. they say is in some kind some kind of distress and so he goes and he'll like he'll kind of get up on a stool sometimes if it's a tall animal and he'll feel around in its neck and he'll purport to have found some <laughs> uh some vertebrae that's strained or, or out tight, of alignment tension out of alignment and then he'll and then he'll kind of grab hold of it, stroke it, give it a sense of trust, and then <laughs> commence the adjustment. And I, what I particularly like is he'll say things <sighs> to the animal that he might otherwise have said to a person. Like he will say, okay, deep breath in. And you're like, <laughs> sorry, are you, t- are you talking to the horse? <laughs> like it doesn't understand what's going on. It can't. You can't instruct it to have a breath. That's not, and that, or a dog, he'll say like, okay, just hold that. There we go. Easy, deep breath in. And you're like, that's a, that's a fucking pit bull, mate. It's not going to take a breath. And then, and then he, and then he, he'll do it. He'll make it do a little crack, Click. give it a cavitation and, uh, as it's known. And, um, and then he'll say, yeah, that's, that's that's great. That's worked wonders. And he'll he'll sometimes indicate that he can tell by virtue of certain very subtle cues that the animal is giving that it is in a better state than before, which I think is a little bit like, you know, whatever it does after he has adjusted it, he'll interpret as a sign that it worked. <laughs> when so he'll say... When it, when, it colla- when it collapses and starts convulsing... <laughs> That's there we right. go. That's exactly. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> that was. That's meant to happen. Yeah, that's that's exactly. That just means she's just <laughs> she's just resting because she's been dealing with so much tension. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then yeah, but it'll you know he so there was one where he's doing it to a horse. Deep breath. Naturally, the horse takes a deep breath in and out. Has its <laughs> C five cavitated and then he says see how she's blinking a little bit that's that's yeah she's like she's she's enjoyed that and it's like what what science is this based on the horse blinked to indicate that it was feeling better in its neck that it appreciates your chiropractic adjustment (laughs) And and then the other one is this rescue pig which is just the kind of quite sad really it's this giant so it looks like a warthog and it's like a giant extremely overweight old pig that's kind of <laughs> lying in a collapsed heap and he's just like pressing on it in various places <laughs> and it's like click, man click. we shouldn't <laughs> you shouldn't be making money out of this poor creature <laughs> so anyway yeah while you're eating your i recommend while you're eating your christmas pud just lean back Rest the put on your belly and enjoy a few Doug Willen classics. It's it's genius. It's genius because it combines two things that work on the internet mm. in short form video, which is your ASMR chiropracto cracks with yeah. cute animals. Uh, it's just, and I love that. I love when somebody's just been so strategic and methodical. Whoever yeah. started that trend. Just yep. thought, yeah, I know you both love these things individually. Well, mm. 
get ready to have your serotonin just dripping out of your nose because <laughs> because I'm about to stick it all together and mm. you're going to you're going to absolutely love it so much. I'd like to see him do it at <laughs> I'd like to see him do it at SeaWorld on top of a mm. whale on top of a whale and just going <laughs> and just going yeah this you know Bertha has so much tension and then he just mm. mounts her while the staff hose her down to keep her moist. And then oh. and then he's just like hammering his elbow into her and going, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she loves this because because it's <laughs> she's because her 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 chiropractor in the ocean was booked out yeah. for weeks. So lucky <laughs> I'm here. Right. Apparently if you if you do an adjustment on a blue whale it can kill people because of the shock wave is so substantial because the vertebrae are enormous. So you got to be well trained. Um, yeah, that'd be good. Or just kind of rolling in some more of the, you know, like if that, if he said, okay, I'm at SeaWorld, here's a baby seal. It needs some adjusting. It also needs its pimples uh, popped and yeah. some earwax removed. <laughs> And it needs to be, and it needs to be told very softly that it's doing well. <laughs> the, per- <laughs> the person, the person making these videos, just tells his assistant, "Look, we need to be able to extract as much satisfaction content from this <laughs> baby seal as possible. So go yeah. away and just think about we're going to have this baby seal for three hours, and I just mm. need to take as much satisfaction out of it." As I can. So we're going to be popping its pimples. We're going to be cracking it. We're going to be whispering a- a- ASMR chakra openings to yeah. it. ASMR right. Ra- we're going to give it ASMR Reiki. <laughs> slime. I also we're going to the- we're going to be having it play with slime. Play with slime. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, and then we're going to have it unbox yeah, then- things. And then at the end, it's just kind of, it's just, <laughs> they just rela- relaxed to within an inch of just, its life. They just put it, take it behind the curtain and just shoot it and it's onto the next, <laughs> the next I also animal. want to know what's the, what's the smallest, how far down the animal kingdom chain can we yeah. go? Yeah. Well, I saw him do a- Can you adjust? He did. Could he I did do one cats of those and stuff. Big, yeah, cats. Yeah. Could you do a mouse? Yeah. Could you do a mouse? Just you, well, he did. I saw him do a. Uh, I saw him do a meerkat with his basically with his thumbs. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. One of those little insurance frog. comparison I meerkats. I'm gonna adjust a frog. <laughs> or can you <laughs> can you can you adjust one of those African Goliath frogs? That's what I want. <laughs> the big ones. I'll say, I'm gonna write to him and say I'll pay you whatever it costs. <laughs> It's great. It's great too because that that kind. There's something about that where you feel like people. There's a certain amount of people who love animals, who love mammals, Mm. who would accept that a cat, even a cat, or obviously people think particularly horses are quite intelligent. So I can imagine horsey people would be thinking, "Oh yeah, he's definitely communicating with the horse, and the horse is definitely expressing to him that it's experiencing relief." But I feel like. The bridge between that and convincing somebody that a Goliath toad is experiencing <laughs> satisfaction and has all these exactly. complex emotions becomes more that as, as as you start to shrink the animal, so yeah. too does it become harder to convince a person that's <laughs> that said cr- that the creature is relating to a human. Yeah. That's right. There you go. I've just looked up. What is the smallest known vertebrate? Ah. It's a, it's a type of frog. There you go. Oh, wow. It's a so, species of frog endemic to PNG. It's about the size of, um, let me see, about the size of a, of a housefly. So you'd need to be fairly cautious. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great if he's just using yeah. tiny little tools, one like hol- holding it down with tweezers and then using... <laughs> Tiny blunt instruments to press against yeah. it, and then and then telling everybody in the room that it's blinking mm. with satisfaction. 
it just there's a fairly we could um we could adjust it or we could obliterate it it's really it's a very fine line um so you got to be careful high stakes adjustment are you into the pimple popping videos john to anybody out there who's not familiar with this I've been, yeah. I've been, I've been hesitant to even mention that this is a thing because my <laughs> father, yeah. my, my father has always been a fan of, he's always been one of those people who likes popping pimple. Like he's always, you know, he's always, he's always like one of those people that gets a bit of satisfaction from that kind of thing. And yeah. I'm hesitant to let him know that this is a thing that exists <laughs> combining yeah. his YouTube addiction with his satisfying uh, blemish extraction addiction. Blemish but, extraction. So for anybody who yeah, doesn't we know, were... I mean, mm. I, I first saw this years ago, and it's one of those things where the first time that it comes up on your screen and you've not seen it before, you're struck yeah. with a kind of disgust and you can't, you go, oh, is this a thing? Oh, my God, I can't believe this is, an, it's, you know, or this, you always are discovering an internet thing for the first time. And then yeah. once you, I, I guess depending on who you are, some people will find it way too disgusting. But essentially, yeah. for anybody who doesn't know, there is a massive community on the internet that's been around for many years who enjoy mm. watching videos of people getting pimples popped or extracted, as uh, yeah. the dermatologists would say. And much like, much like the 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 crank chiropractor who goes on mm. to do asmr videos as a career so too does it seem to have claimed a dermatologist or two who have gone yeah i see who have gone down yeah. the youtube rabbit hole where they just go yeah I, you know dermatology's fine but i'm absolutely making bank off my youtube and tiktok accounts now popping pimple mm. are you a person that can watch those pimple popping videos can you stomach them do you receive pimple popping yeah. satisfaction popping satisfaction uh yeah i will will you accept this pop uh the (laughs) yes oh look i find that i i kind of have equal measures of satisfaction and disgust so it's a pretty finely balanced thing for me and i'm you know there's undeniably something in me that kind of goes Oh yeah, I do kind of want to see how much pus they get out of this <laughs> big fucking thing on this dude's back. But then you, but then you watch it, and you're like, oh, I'm no better for watching that. It's not unlike porn in that way. But um, <laughs> but um, it's also worth mentioning that this trend too, the pimple popping trend, has crossed the division between animals and oh, no. human and animal. Now I'm feeling so like that's going to be much more challenging to watch. <laughs> There's a guy, it's a bit, it's a bit, it's not quite pimple popping, but it's very much the same sensation and uh, aesthetic. There's a guy called the Hoof GP, yeah. also a great, great holiday recommendation. And he goes around and he's got quite a soothing voice. I think he might be Scottish or something. I can't, I haven't watched one in a little while, but he goes around with a sort of, variety of tools and you know there's various um hoofed animals with infected hooves yeah from, uh, from different things or like nails from centaur to unicorn yeah that's right <laughs> exactly today <laughs> today we've captured an, a minotaur <laughs> who's t- who trod on a nail and uh and yeah the uh there is something i mean it's undeniably gross but also weirdly satisfying because he'll say this bull has a has a sore hoof and we've got it like restrained and i'm just going to chisel away at its hoof which is basically like a giant fingernail so he's like chiseling away chiseling away and then he gets to this kind of bit that starts like bubbling up pressurized pus and you can (laughs) see the animals and you, you kind of enjoy this vicarious pleasure which i like because as far as i'm concerned this is just my speculation but but this is all kind of mirror neurons at work you know we're watching this stuff and some part of our brain is going i'm imagining that was me and i'm getting satisfaction so i love things that as you as you alluded to before that 
kind of strain the limits of our capacity to empathize. Because what's happening when I enjoy that is I'm going, <laughs> I'm imagining that I've that I've got hoofs instead of hands, <laughs> and that one of them has become infected. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, if you cut, you know, what, how far would it go? Like if he went, oh, I've got a, this, uh, electric eels, uh, <laughs> electricity producing, uh, gland has become <laughs> inflamed. So I'm just going to fix it. And I'd go, I don't really know what it would like, be like to produce <laughs> electricity. So I'm not getting anything out of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I don't find, but I do find it easy enough to imagine that I have hooves, I've had yeah, hoof, right. I've had hoof fantasies before. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe I would reckon uh Dr. Will and it's classic sort of, you know, if you have someone around for a bit of Netflix and chill, watch some <laughs> watch some animal cracker and some hoof GP. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to episode number 142 of Don't Praise the Machine. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us in year of 2023. We really appreciate it, everybody. All of you out there, even if you listen to one episode or if you've listened to 101 mm. episodes of the podcast this year somehow, I guess you could listen to have, <laughs> have listened to several episodes several times or you could have gone into the back catalog and listened to over 100 episodes yeah. and uh, man if that's the case amazing job we really appreciate it that people spend their time with us every week so we want to really say thank you to everybody we get lots of lovely messages from people all across the globe who listen to us in the most unlikely of places <laughs> be you skinning across an icy road in toronto mm. or pulling into a driveway in icy yeah. toronto sitting in a car park in your car and it's icy toronto we get listeners from all over the world <laughs> listening to the podcast we got listeners in america we got listeners in australia john has a he's almost a brother-in-law to you jose yeah. give a shout out to jose john and tell us sure. tell everybody where jose enjoys a podcast each week because it's just an example of how wide reaching the cast goes mm, jose aka josa he's a great oh is it pronounced josa no that's just what he goes by i think okay. that's what that's what my beloved sister-in-law vanessa calls him and uh he messaged both of us i think during the week um i messaged him to say you're going to be in new york let's Let's kick it, Josa and Malone style. And he said, no, I've already been early this year, but see you next time. And he said, I'll see you. Where is he? See you, see you soon, Junior Boost. So yes. I was like, I knew based on that that he was a regular, had remained a regular listener. And he's normally in El Paso, Texas. So um, yes, uh, most of our listeners are either in icy Toronto or El Paso, Texas. <laughs> Just the two locations. So, uh, yeah, but that's that's just an example. And we do actually, we do get messages from people saying, you know, I was driving across uh, the Great Australian Bight or yeah. I was buried up to my neck in sand in the Atacama <laughs> Desert or I fell into a crevasse in the Himalayas and I had nothing to do but listen to your podcast. And we love those kinds of messages. So please let us know, particularly over this holiday season, where and when yeah. you and yours are listening to the beloved podcast. Tell us, have you introduced any new relatives and friends to the podcast over these holidays? Have you put your feet up on a boxing day and said, listen, guys, we're all a bit overfilled. We've we've made our way through all of the DVDs, um, yeah. and so why don't we listen to a few episodes of the podcast as we play continuous cricket and dip our toes <laughs> in the pool? <laughs> yes, you can get us at hello at dptm.org. 
Org. That's our exciting new email address with our own domain name. So hello at dptm.org. Already getting some real quality emails flying into that address. We got some Mm, great recommendations and suggestions from people a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about the AI cover songs and I asked people to write in and say, which artist do you want Mm. to sing which song? And we yeah. had some great suggestions from people. I will be back in Berlin with access to my studio equipment, and I will definitely be putting. I've, I think I've kind of decided the one I'm going to do. So I mean, mm. I'm looking forward to that challenge. So yeah, great. let us know. We love hearing from you. Hello at dptm.org. And now, ladies and gentlemen, what has become a little bit of a Christmas tradition on Don't Present My Chain the podcast is that every Christmas special, myself and John, we love to express our joy and gratitude for the universe through song love to do that with a christmas classic and this year is no different so thank you again so much for being with us in 2023 merry christmas happy new year everybody merry christmas you filthy (laughs) and a happy new year why don't you get yourselves a cheese pizza just for you. <laughs> Don't let any of your brothers and sisters touch it, especially the bullying ones. Please, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the microphone, Alexander Holland and John Maloney, because they've got a really special Christmas message for you. See you next year, everybody. Bye. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop Rocking around the Christmas tree let the Christmas spirit bring Later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling You will get a sentimental feeling When you hear voices singing Let's be jolly Deck the halls with boughs of holly Rocking around the Christmas tree Have a happy holiday Everyone dancing merrily In the new old-fashioned way Sentimental feeling when you hear voices singing, let's be jolly. Deck the halls with boughs of holly, rocking around the Christmas tree. Have a happy holiday, everyone dancing merrily in the new old fashioned way. Christmas and a Happy New Year, everybody from John Maloney and Alexander Holland. Don't praise the machine, the podcast. Coming right back at you in 2024. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And we can't wait to see you next year at the podcast.